uh, last week, and I was with them when the terremoto, the earthquake came, and we chanted together. So chapter 6 of the Bhagavad Gita is entitled Dhyana Yoga. This is the chapter that Krishna summarizes the yoga system. You said verse 34? All right. So let's do check that verse. Very good. And uh, there are some books on the shelf if you want to follow along. That would be very, very good. <clears throat> and we'll begin with the introductory prayers that are found on page one of the Bhagavad Gita. We can all follow along. <clears throat> we can do this together rather than responsibly. We can chant together. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Jnananjana Shlakaya Chakshun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishdam Stapitang Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swa Padanti Kam Vande Ham Sri Guru Sri Yutta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvetam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sagana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Vitangsta He Krishna Karana Sindo Dina Bando Jagatpati Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostuti Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Brindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalvatsarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Yaevacha Patitanang 
ಭಾವನೇಬ್ಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಬ್ಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಯದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧ್ರೀವಾಸರಿ ಗೌಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಎವ್ರಿಬಾರಿ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಾಗವತ್ಥೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಾಗವತ್ಥೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಾಗವತಿ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಾಗವತಿ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಾಗವತಿ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ವೆರಿ ಗುಡ್ ಸೋ ಸೇ ಹರಿ ಬೌಲ್ ಟು ದಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಆನ್ಲೈನ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ದಲೀಪ್ ಬಾಯ್ ಇನ್ ಪಸಿಪಕ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ Kalindi, Haribo Kalindi, and then we also have Anandini Urada, and from Norway we have Jarl, all the way from Norway, so that's very good. So we're studying chapter 6 of the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, you picked a very good verse. Very good verse. Text number 34. Prabhu. All right. Please repeat. Chanchalam hi mana Krishna pramati balavad dridham tasyaham nigraham manye vayor eva sudushkaram um the devotees that i dedicated the class to they're listening and for them it's two o'clock in the morning so that's why it's a special sacrifice they're doing okay so now we do line by line chanchalang himanak krishna everyone can do so try it again chanchalam hi mana krishna pramati balavad dridham 
We'll do it two more times, please. Chanchalang Himana Krishna Pramati Balabadridham Tasyahang Nigrahang Manye Vayor Eva Sudushkaram One more time. Chanchalam Himana Krishna Pramati Balabadridham Tasyaham Nigrahang Manye Vayor Eva Sudushkaram So now we'll do the synonyms given to us by Srila Prabhupada. Chanchalam, flickering. Whenever I see this word flickering, then I always meditate on a candle in the wind. The candle in the wind does not burn steady, it flickers. Next word, he, certainly, mana, mind. So this chapter began with a few verses, Krishna talking about the mind, how the mind can be your best friend or your worst enemy. And we all <clears throat> experience this. It doesn't matter what religion you belong to, you still have to deal with your mind. It doesn't matter if you're young or old, or man or woman, this is a universal concept that if your mind is uncontrolled, then it's your worst enemy. And if you have your mind under control, then it's your best friend. And we learn very quickly from Lord Chaitanya, the way to control the mind is to loudly chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. That is the surest way to control the mind. When I was in Santiago last week and the earthquake came at four o'clock in the morning, I rolled out of bed and simultaneously I was loudly chanting because that's the only thing. My mind could have been doing so many things, so much fear, anxiety, but somehow or other I grabbed my beads off the shelf, sat down and began chanting. So this chanting, Krishna's holy name, controls the mind. Next word, Krishna, O Krishna, Pramati, agitating. So, so far, we have had two adjectives for the mind, chanchalam, flickering, and pramati, agitating. 
Next word, balavat, strong. So you notice the word is broken out into two, right? Bala and then vat. Because vat means possessor, like Bhagavan, right? Bhagavan. Someone who's possessing uh, opulence. So balavat, strength. It's like balaram. He is all-powerful. So here is another word, balavat. Very strong. The mind is flickering. The mind is agitating. And the mind is strong. Later, in chapter 10, when Krishna is explaining his vibhutis, he says, of the senses, I am the mind. It's the most important. And in yoga, in yoga, doesn't matter what yoga you do, all the yoga systems have one thing in common, control the mind. Without control of the mind, you cannot do hatha yoga, raja yoga, kriya yoga, whatever the yoga, first order of business, control the mind. Next word, dridham, obstinate. So just see all these adjectives for the mind. Flickering, agitating, strong, and obstinate. Just like these are your two children. Can they be obstinate sometimes? Or are they always obedient? You would know Generally, anyone, you had your daughter, was she obstinate sometimes? <laughs> Very good. Generally, it's the case that at times, even Krishna was very obstinate when he broke the butter pot and was causing so much uh, nonsense. Okay, next word. Tasya. It's. Aham. I. So you will also go through that with your child. Obstinate. <laughs> Good luck. Huh? Good luck. Okay, Nick, next word. Nigraham. Subduing. Manye, think, vayo, of the wind, iva, like, su dushkaram, difficult. So this is Arjuna uh, addressing Krishna. The context is that Arjuna has just heard from Krishna the synopsis of the yoga system. In this Bhagavad Gita, Krishna just gives a very short synopsis of the yoga system. So after hearing all this, here is Arjuna's response. Please repeat. For the mind is restless, turbulent, 
obstinate and very strong, O Krishna, and to subdue it, I think, is more difficult than controlling the wind. Now let's go back to the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita. What was Arjuna's mental state in chapter 1 and the beginning of chapter 2? Right, it was just like this. He asked Krishna to take him to the front of the army so he could see and this is what happened to his mind. He became overwhelmed. He became so overwhelmed with his mind that he dropped his bow and told Krishna, I shall not fight. So his mind was so disturbed that in chapter 2 he said, Krishna, I am confused. I don't know what to do and this is the crucial point. This is day one of the war. This is no time, but my mind is reeling. He was unable to control his mind. But Arjuna at least surrendered to Krishna and said, Please, tell me what is best for me. Tell me for certain what is best for me. So, Arjuna here is describing how the mind can be at some, some point. And he gives a very nice analogy. Uh, you've seen on television or in movies the whirlwind, cyclone, the hurricane. Can you control? It's too powerful way beyond what you can do. We had that a few years ago. Hurricane Katrina, how much damage it caused. And in Florida, regularly they get uh, hurricanes. And uh, last year, I visited one Indian family in Oklahoma City. And there, they have tornadoes and we had to uh, do a housewarming ceremony. Somebody had just built a brand new million dollar home. And so when we got there, they were telling us, oh yes, this area is called Tornado Row. I said, what does that mean? It says, oh, this area is known that the tornadoes come. So I was thinking, you just built a multi-million dollar home in a place where you know you're going to get a tornado. So they showed me one special room. It's made out of iron. It's a little like closet no bigger than that and it's deep into the ground and it's iron and they said that if there's a tornado then the whole family goes in there the whole house may fly away but that 
iron little cubicle will remain. So Arjuna is saying that the mind, trying to control the mind, is like trying to grab a hurricane and stopping it. Right? You when when I was a little child, I would always see the Wizard of Oz and how the tornado came. So that's the mind. That is the uncontrolled mind. Just like that, Arjuna is giving us nice meditation. Sometimes people ask, oh, don't you do meditation? Yes, we're constantly doing meditation. Everything we see reminds us of something in the philosophy. When you become more Krishna conscious, you may see something and immediately you will tie it in to something having to do with Krishna. You won't see it like anybody else sees it. Everyone else will see the event, just like Prabhupada gives the example, a beautiful flower. An ordinary person sees a beautiful flower and says, oh, let me take that flower and give it to my girlfriend, Lola. Right? But a devotee sees that same flower and thinks, oh, how great Krishna is. He made this beautiful flower. And the devotee thinks, let me take this flower and offer it to my love, Krishna. So the devotee, Another example, when Prabhupada was householder during World War II, there were some bombings in Calcutta. So Prabhupada's friend came, uh, Abai, the sirens have blown, you should go for shelter. Prabhupada said, no, my wife has made some kachoris, I'm going to eat them. So then the devotees asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, when the bombs were dropping, what were you thinking? Prabhupada said, I was thinking that this is the universal form of Krishna. So the point being that when you are a devotee, everything that happens, you see in terms of somehow it's connected to Krishna. If you have if bad things happen, how does the devotee take it? It's a blessing in disguise. Uh, during the earthquake, right? Because of the earthquake, for me, it was a wake-up call from Krishna that now it's time to get serious. And for the whole rest of the time, because after an earthquake, you're your nerves are shot, and one little sound, <gasps> you're so on edge. So even though you're brushing your teeth, you're thinking at any second. So you're, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna. Your, your, your sense of urgency to surrender to Krishna becomes very much heightened because so it's a blessing.
And still, here it is, some days left afterwards, still I'm thinking that, as my wife said, L.A. is next on the list. So, it's coming to a theater near you, and you won't need 3D glasses. You will be in 3D. So you have to be, I was thinking, I have to be ready. I have to be ready by always ready to call out, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. All right? Let us go now to Prabhupada's purport to this verse. Purport. The mind is so strong and obstinate that it sometimes overcomes the intelligence. Although the mind is supposed to be subservient to the intelligence. That we learned in chapter 3. Krishna gave the hierarchy that above the sense objects are the senses. Higher than the senses is the mind. Higher than the mind is the intelligence. And higher than the intelligence is the soul. And higher than the soul is super soul. And higher than the super soul Krishna, yes, the hierarchy. So that we should have already understood. But Prabhupada is saying this mind is so strong that it sometimes overcomes. For a man in the practical world who has to fight so many opposing elements, it is certainly very difficult to control the mind artificially one may establish a mental equilibrium toward both friend and enemy, but ultimately no worldly man can do so, for this is more difficult than controlling the raging wind. And we've all had experience in our lives that sometimes it happens, even your best friend one day stabs you in the back and becomes your enemy. We experience this especially in that wonderful period known as puberty. <laughs> when there's competition for illicit sex. And, and we see it, girls, they had that cat fight. Each one fighting for the football star. Sometimes there's big fights. And it, it happens. Because, and it's all because of the mind. That's all. Because of the mind. In the Vedic literature, Kata Upanishad, it is stated, Atmanam ratinam vidhi shariram ratam evacha buddhim tu saratim vidhi manak pragraham evacha indriyani hayan hahur Vishayang Teshu Gotaran Atmindriyamano Yuktam Bokyahura Manishina. The individual is the passenger in the car of the material body, and intelligence is the driver. Mind is the driving instrument 
and the senses are the horses. The self is thus the enjoyer or sufferer in the association of the mind and senses. So it is understood by great thinkers. So in our Bhagavad Gita Museum, have you seen our Bhagavad Gita Museum? Oh, you have to go. Because this verse is one of the exhibits. Just what we just read is one of the exhibits. And when you see it, it'll make a lasting, deep impression on your heart. So, do you know who is Manabu? Have you met Manabu? Okay, there's a devotee who runs that museum. You know where it is. It's right out here. Okay? So one of these days, go through that. You'll be so, you'll be ecstatic. At least once a year, I gotta go to that museum. So let's make that a point. Let me, it's on the tape now. See how Krishna works? See how Krishna works? Confirmed. Krishna works in mysterious ways. Let us continue. Intelligence is supposed to direct the mind and senses. But the mind is so strong and obstinate that it often overcomes even one's own intelligence as an acute affection, infection may surpass the efficacy of medicine. Yes, we see this a lot. Sometimes we know what we're supposed to do, but because of the mind, we don't do it. We know that what we're doing is wrong. We know exactly this is the wrong thing. I can't help myself. In the Christian world, they have this, the soul is willing, but the flesh is weak. I know I'm not supposed to, but... Yes, we all had that experience. Such a strong mind is supposed to be controlled by the practice of yoga, but such practice is never practical for a worldly person like Arjuna. And what can we say of modern man? The simile used here is appropriate. One cannot capture the blowing wind. Although Mr. Dillon says that's where the answer is. But I never heard the answer in the wind. The answer came from Prabhupada in the Bhagavad Gita. So I think he needs to rewrite that song. The answer is in the Bhagavatam. Actually, I did a version of that a long time ago. The answer, my friend, is in the Bhagavatam. The answer is in the Bhagavatam. There's even one chapter in the Bhagavatam. Bhagavatam is the answer to all questions. So Mr. Dillon, if you're listening, come see me. I'll give you the be better words for your song. I don't think he's listening. Maybe, you never know. Hari Bob. 
And it is even more difficult to capture the turbulent mind. Ah, here comes my favorite sentence. Listen to this, boys and girls. The easiest way to control the mind, as suggested by Lord Chaitanya, is chanting Hare Krishna, the great mantra for deliverance in all humility. There it is, one sentence solves the whole thing. One sentence. That's why Prabhupada used to say, if they read one line of my books, they can be delivered. Just that one line. The method prescribed is Savaimanak Krishna Padaravindayo. That uh, Sanskrit phrase, it comes from the description of Maharaj Ambarish. He did all the nine items of devotional service. And this section that's referring to talks about, first of all, he would fix his mind on Krishna. Then he would use his hands to serve Krishna. He would use his legs to go to the temple. He would use his eyes to see the deity. He would use his nose to smell the incense and flower. So all of his senses were used in Krishna consciousness. That's Maharaj Ambarish. Excellent example of a pure devotee. But the first thing, Savaimana Krishna Padaravindayo. First thing, fix the mind. That's why. The first thing you do when you get up, Hare Krishna. As soon as you get out of bed, either you chant Hare Krishna or you say the names of the deities. Jai Rukmini Dwarkadish, Jai Gornitai, Jai Jagannath. When the earthquake came, I was sleeping. It was four o'clock in the morning. Krishna said, it was my wake-up call. Good morning, Nirantara. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Krishna works in mysterious ways. One must engage one's mind fully in Krishna. Only then will there remain no other engagements to agitate the mind. So that's it. Krishna consciousness. We have to be engaged. Okay, there's a message here. Please, a prayer for Gorachandra Prabhu who just left his body yesterday. He was a very enthusiastic devotee of the Lord, always finding similarities in Aztec culture and Vedic culture. Please, let's help him to find his way to Krishna. We can do that. We can sing for Gora Chandra Prabhu. Let us sing the Nisringa prayers for Gora Chandra. In a second, wait a second, in a second, okay. Namaste Narasinghaya Namaste Narasinghaya 
Prahlad Halad Dayani Hiranya Kashi Purvaksha Shiratanka Nakalai Itone singa, Paratone singa, Yato, Yato, Yamita, Tone singa, Vahi singa, Vidayen singa. Nisring Hamadim Sharanam Prapadi Namaste Nara Singhaya Namaste Nara Singhaya Tavakara Kamalavari Nakam Adbuta Sringam Dalita Hiranyakashipu Tanubringam Keshava Drita Nadahari Rupa Jajagadisha Hari Jai Jagadisha Hare Jai Jagadisha Hare Keshavadrita Narahari Rupa Jajagadisha Hare Jajagadisha Hare Jajagadisha Hare Jai Jagadish, Jai Jagadish, Jai Jagadisha Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
Thank you, Mahanta Das, for joining us. That's so nice of you. You look very effulgent. How is your Krishna consciousness these days? They're getting ready for Ratayatra in Panama. So they're starting to get fired up just like you do every year. Mahanta told me many years ago that when Rathayatra time comes, he gets totally absorbed. He gets in samadhi because he has so much service to do. And it's the best time of the year for him. Is my right? Yes. So in tonight's verse, Arjuna was explaining to Krishna and also in the previous verse why he rejected the yoga system. Krishna had explained the yoga system but Arjuna said no I don't see how it's possible. But if you look at what Krishna says in response Krishna first of all agrees with Arjuna and says yes I agree with you that the mind is like that, obstinate, turbulent. Krishna says, I agree, but it can be controlled. He doesn't let him off the hook. He doesn't say, yeah, you're right, so why bother? No. Krishna says, yes, it's difficult, but it can be controlled. And that is what Lord Chaitanya begins is Shikshastakam. Very first thing, Cheto Darpana Marjanam. Yes, first order of business, cleanse the mirror of the mind. Just like anyone who's done spring cleaning, you don't realize how dirty your apartment is until you start cleaning it where you move the couch. Oh my God, there's a whole matrix behind the couch, a whole world. Oh, there was that quarter I lost. Once you start cleaning, then you realize how dirty. So sometimes the question comes from devotees that Prabhu, before I started chanting, I thought I was okay. But now I have, I see, I got this, I got this. Like, yes, that's okay. Because you're now starting to pay attention and starting to see how dirty this mind is, this heart is. But Lord Chaitanya has given us Mr. Clean. When I was a young boy, there was always these commercials, Mr. Clean, and he had a shaved head, by the way. Mr. Clean had a shaved head. So it was uh, sort of like Krishna was like, in the future, you're also going to have a shaved head. And you're going to be Mr. Clean. So Mr. Clean, that's Krishna. Krishna in your heart cleanses all the material desires, but we have to make the effort. 
by hearing and chanting. Lord Chaitanya says, first thing, cleanse the mirror of the mind. Every day, first thing, hearing and chanting. It's so essential. It's so basic, fundamental. Lord Chaitanya stresses, don't talk about the other items of devotional service. Not until you've done hearing and chanting. And Prabhupada writes, yes, we do deity worship, but before, there has to be kirtan. During, there has to be kirtan. And after, there has to be kirtan. So, this hearing and chanting, there is no substitute. Harer nama ibakivalam. We must never forget. We must always remember our movement is the movement of hearing and chanting. There's no other movement. Everything that's going on in this movement is based on hearing and chanting. This movement, how did Prabhupada start this movement? Sitting underneath the tree with cartels, chanting. Hearing and chanting. How did the devotees get inspired to go out and open temples? Because they heard from Prabhupada. Prabhupada was hearing and chanting. They were hearing, they were chanting. They decided we will open the temple here. We will go here. They became enthused. They became enlivened simply by hearing and chanting. We have the facility to always be enlivened by keeping constant contact with Krishna's holy name. My favorite story, Madhubis and the devotees in Australia, they got arrested. They were put in jail for chanting. So they wrote to Prabhupada, Prabhupada, you told us to chant we're in jail. Prabhupada wrote back, what are you lamenting? Chant in the jail. They chanted in the jail, they let him go. I have personal experience. 1976, I was with another devotee. His nickname was Mr. Tambourine Man. He was like a roly-poly young Jewish kid glasses. He had many Jewish idiosyncrasies. Lovable, very lovable character. Lovable. And when he joined the temple in Miami, he'd be in the kirtan like this. So he got initiated and I was with him and we were in South Bend, Indiana, home of Notre Dame. So it was the evening time. So I dropped him off at the Kmart to distribute books. And I went to some other place. And we were to meet at 9 o'clock. So it's 9 o'clock. I came with the van. I'm looking, where is Raghunath? His name was Raghunath Puri. I circled once. I circled twice. I said, maybe three times. And the parking lot was now empty. No sign of 
Raghunath Puri, I said, there's only one place he can be. So I found out where is the police station. And there is the policeman at the desk, very stern, and it's above me. So I'm, uh, officer, did you arrest somebody? Hey! All right. Take your friend, and we won't press charges. Ever since we picked that guy up, he hasn't stopped chanting. He's driving us nuts. Take him and don't come back. Yes, officer. So you would have to see him because I could just picture him in the police car. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. And he would, he would probably have chanted as they were booking him in the police car, in the jail. And that policeman was saying, just take him and don't come back. The power of the Maha Mantra. Another one of my favorite stories. Do you remember Radha Balava? He used to be in charge of the BBT. So Radha Balava was in New York Temple. And the temple president one Saturday said, everybody's going on Sankirtan. Remember Gopi Balava in Brooklyn? Henry Street Temple. So only one Pujari stayed back. The whole temple was on the subways. We took over the New York City subways. Everywhere you looked, there was a devotee on the subways. The A train, the F train, the E train, the D train. Everywhere you'd look, and you take a train. So, Radha Balava got arrested. So the police are walking him to the, where they're going to put him. And Radha Balava starts reciting the Damodar prayers out loud. And he's, you know, he's calmly walking with the policeman and he says that one line, bimba fruit, you know, in the Damodar prayers where Krishna's, his shoulders kisses are like red like bimba fruit. So he says bimba fruit, the police says, bimba fruit, get out of here. <laughs> Didn't arrest him. So now whenever I think, if I get arrested by a cop, bimba fruit. So there is so much potency, power in this. And you, you've heard me say so many times my story, my first day on Sankirtan with my friend, uh, what was it, Satrajit Das. So we're at 34th Street Station. All of a sudden, there's this very sharp thing in my back, either a knife or a gun. And the man says, give me all your money. And I'm like, I'm brand new. I've been in the temple two days. And I asked the devotee, what do I do now, Prabhu? What do I do? He says, Chin Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. And the guy runs away. <laughs> and I turned to him. I said, wow, the mantra really works. And then my first experience when I got my mantra card and all the way home for two hours on the bus and subway, chant this mantra and your life will be sublime. And I kept looking at that and saying it over 
And at three o'clock in the morning, I went to my girlfriend's house, Linda. You know what, Linda? We gotta stop this sex. We have to stop all this drugs. And she became Putina. And she threw me out of the house, get out of here! And I was like, oh, the mantra, just see the power of the mantra. So I, nobody can convince me. Chanting has saved me so many times. I remember one day, very clearly, deep, deep down in the depths of Kali. I don't think I was ever gonna see the light of day. I was deep, deep in Maya, so deep. And I said, I finally woke up. Oh my God, I'm in Maya. What am I gonna do? So I said, well, the only thing to do is chant. So I started chanting and chanting and the next thing I knew, I was back in the temple. I don't know how it happened. I was so much in Maya. But just by chanting, So the chanting, this mantra, it's real. It works. So let us chant. And since we have Mahatasha, we must chant because it is a very blessed event when we have Mahantha. Oh wait, we have a message. Let's see, we have a message. Okay, Haribol Sakshi, good night. Yeah, for them it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you gotta go to bed and go to work. Haribol Sakshi, Haribol. All right, let's now chant. Haribo! <clears throat> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I got one more really good story. So for a few years, uh, I was working in Westwood as a bookkeeper. And I remember one night, the computers crashed. So we had a computer tech guy that we would call. So he came and he was trying to fix the computers and it was going on for like eight hours and nothing he did could make it work. 
So I said to him, I said, okay, let me, let me do something. So I started chanting to the computer and it started to work. And the guy said, I believe, I believe. He had spent hours trying to fix that computer. I started chanting. He was like, this is a miracle. I'll never forget. I was thinking of that the other day, that experience. All right, let's chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We have a devotee named Danishta from Australia. She writes, I chanted to my old laptop and it bounced back to life despite the fact that it should have been thrown. Hari Bol, it works beautifully. <laughs> Jai Danishta, all glories to Sri Sri Guru and Goranga, all glories to Rukmini Dwarkadis, all glories to Jagannath Baladev Subhadra Maharani, Ki Jai, all glories to the assembled devotees and all the devotees on the internet. Hari Hari Bol. May Krishna bless you and protect you. I love your email, by the way.